You're listening to episode number 19 of the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about whether you can really lose weight eating the food you love, especially during the holidays. Let's do it. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are finally into October, heading into the end of the year in this last quarter, and we are heading straight into the holidays. And I am so excited to talk to you about an upcoming workshop. It's happening Wednesday, October 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific. And this is all about how do we lose weight eating the foods we love even during the holidays? Because this is a big time when we tend to have a lot of thoughts, a lot of drama, a lot of screw. It's the holiday kind of eating. The numbers kind of fluctuate year to year. But on average, people will gain anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds over the holidays. So let's call it the holiday 15. We have this because we say things like, well, it's the holidays. Well, they made food just for me. Well, this is my favorite candy. Oh, this is the candy tax. I'm going to tax my kids and I'm going to eat this. Well, it's right here. It's calling my name. I don't want to deprive myself. I just don't have the willpower. We have all these thoughts, all this drama around the holidays and food. And that's just like Halloween, let alone going into Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so a lot of times what happens is we will throw away the rest of the year rather than looking at how do I make the most out of it? And whether your goal is to lose weight or maintain weight, this is the time to be doing it is during these emotional periods where we can start to learn. We do not try to wait for these unicorn days, weeks, months, seasons of life where everything is perfect and it just all fits together and the kids behave magically and your husband's wonderful and there's no complaints and your boss is amazing, right? We think that this is what's required in order to lose our weight. And that's not true. In fact, now is the best time to start this process. Starting right now in October with the candy, with Thanksgiving coming up and the pies and the cakes and the cookies and Christmas and the new year. This is the time to start doing this work to get really clear on what's going on in your own brain so that you can get really clear on what the real issue is because it's not just about the food. It is not an eat this, not that kind of problem. The real issue is that we haven't learned how to manage our emotional eating. We haven't learned how to talk differently to ourselves all throughout the day. We haven't learned how to manage urges and cravings and how to say no from a place of self-love instead of trying to white knuckle and just grit our teeth and grin and bear it and say no from this place of, I shouldn't have that, that would be bad. And so that's really why I want to focus so much on the rest of this year as being how do we really start to manage our mind? How do we go into one of the biggest eating seasons of the entire year? Because a lot of times it starts the second week of October and it does not stop until maybe January 1. And so this is the prime time to really get clear on how do we lose weight and eat the foods that we love 
and do it during the holidays, where there is no deprivation, there is no starvation, and we're also not obsessively tracking, weighing, measuring. We don't have to go to extremes. A lot of times we might be thinking, oh, well, I can eat what I want, but I've got to count the points or count the calories. It's just got to fit within this budget, and I have to stay under these calorie limits, and that's not what this is about. You can lose weight eating the foods you love, and you don't have to be so crazy restrictive about that. We're not counting points or calories or macros. That is not what I have people do. It's just not a long-term sustainable thing. I teach you how to eat for your own life, for your own body. So if you are interested in getting in on this workshop, go to bodyyoucrave.com forward slash holidays. And this will be the place to be. So every month, October, November, and December, I'm going to be hosting another holiday workshop. So if you can't make it this month, feel free to sign up and you'll get a replay, but you will also have a chance in November and December to join me live. This can be such a stressful time and it can be so hard to go through everything when there's so many expectations of ourselves, expectations that other people have of us. We really have to work through these aspects. But I want to talk today about how do we lose weight eating the foods we love without counting points or macros or calories, because that's often what we think it requires that, well, I can eat what I want, but it has to stay within this 1200 calorie limit. So, well, if I eat um, a Big Mac, then I basically don't get to eat anything else for the rest of the day. Or if I want this molten lava chocolate cake, I have to starve myself all day long. So I have enough points at the end of the night to where I can enjoy that. And a lot of times what ends up happening is this restriction leads to binging. So number one, if you haven't listened to the Hunger Games Calories In, Calories Out episode yet, make sure you go back and listen to that because I explain why I do not teach just a strict calories in, calories out. That's not how our bodies work. So that was episode number 12. If you have not listened to it yet, go back and listen. This is a really hard thing for people to break. And I get that, especially when you're older, you're 40, 50, 60, and you've been doing this for decades. Calories is just always on the brain. It's always on the mind. It is not about the calories. It is about your own unique body. We need to be regulating blood sugar. You need to be sleeping. We need to regulate your hormones. You need to be drinking water. We need to be managing our emotional eating. It's not just the calories in, calories out. We need to be looking at the quality of what you are eating, not just the quantity. That's a big key here. So while nothing is off limits, we do want to be looking, and that is one place that we start to look. The key foundational basic point, though, is that you eat when you are hungry and you are stopped when you're satisfied. We make a very realistic plan. We get very intentional with what am I eating? What am I committing to today? And looking and using that to see where things are not in alignment. Where are you eating off plan? Where are you overeating? This is so that we can start to assess and solve for the right problem. So often we want a formula for weight loss of do this, eat this, get this result. And that's why there's so many diets out there that give you that. Just eat 1200 calories, just avoid processed foods, just avoid gluten and dairy, or just eat this much fat and protein and carbs. It's all of these things that give our brain this sense of certainty where we can feel in control and we think this plan is actually what makes us feel safe, secure, and that we'll actually lose our weight. That's just how our brains are designed. We want the certainty. We don't want to fail. I'm going to do a whole podcast on failure. It's going to be really good (laughs) because we have big issues around failure. And so we often think, well, if they just tell me what to eat, then I would do it. If they would just tell me what to eat, then that would change it all. And we often will go through life looking for this hidden secret, this magic formula, this secret recipe. And that's not what it's about. 
we're just trained to, to look for the formula, to look for the recipe. That's how so much of life is. Look at how we're, we're taught in school. Do this formula, get this answer. Do this work, follow this process, you'll get the grade, you'll get the A, you will succeed. And then we get out into the real world and then there's certain things where there's not a certain formula. There's not a process. And you think about something like writing. Even writing has a formula or a process. Or history, it's memorize these facts, get the A. There's so much of us that's been ingrained that this is the process of just tell me what to do and I'll do it and I'll get the result. And when we don't get the result, we feel terrible about ourselves. And we start to turn that inward and we look at what's wrong with me. Sometimes we think, well, I just can't lose weight. It's just not, it's not possible. It's not in my body. Maybe I have a broken metabolism. Maybe my hormones are out of balance. We come up with all of these kind of thoughts about something must be wrong with me. But just knowing what to do is only a tiny fraction of the whole puzzle. So 10% is knowing what do we focus on. The other 90% is that we have to figure out how your brain convinces you not to do it, not to show up, not to make the plan, not to follow your hunger signals, not to wait for true hunger, not to drink your water, not to go to bed by 10 p.m. so that you get enough sleep. This is how we get in the way. And a formula or a plan is not going to give you that. You want to lose weight eating the food you love? You start by eating them when you're hungry and you stop at satisfied. You start by drinking water and sleeping. These are huge fat burners for your body and yet you are not doing them. Often because you likely have a thought of this isn't good enough. Can't possibly lose weight drinking more water. Can't possibly lose weight sleeping in and getting more sleep instead of going to the gym where I can burn more calories. That's not how it works. That's how we would like to think it works. That's how a lot of people as authority figures have told us it works and it's a bunch of bullshit. So let's stop. We got to let that go. We've got to move on. And we want to look at how do we lose weight the way that we're going to live it. That's one of the biggest problems with the weight loss space is it's always do this for a short amount of time and then you'll have these phases to get back into normalcy and then you'll be normal and then you'll be on this path. But you always gain the weight back. Because we're never taught how to moderate. We're never taught how to have a little and enjoy it and feel good about it. Because we are never taught how to manage our minds. We are never taught how to manage our thoughts, how to manage our beliefs, how to work through these fears and these beliefs that carbs will make me fat or fat will make me fat or sugar is evil and the devil and it's toxic and I can't have any of it or I shouldn't have any of it. We'd never learn how to change the way we talk about ourselves, about our lives, about our kids, our spouses, our jobs, our careers. This is what is required. It's not just a simple eat this, not that kind of thing. I love eating broccoli and Brussels sprouts and cauliflower rice. And I've got plenty of clients who don't even like vegetables, not even (laughs) something they're interested in. Rather than try to force them to eat vegetables, and look, I do encourage them to try and get a vegetable in at every meal. That is always gonna be the goal. It's not gonna happen all the time. That's okay. We can still set it as a goal, but we wanna start to look at, okay, what am I eating then? And am I eating it specifically when I am physically hungry and not because of emotions. I'm not saying screw it and grabbing food. And this is really important during the holidays is that we learn to manage our emotional eating. I'm going to do a whole episode on that next week. And we've got to look at how do we end the war with food? That's always going to be the first place. So in order to lose weight eating the foods you love, you have to stop feeling like you are bad or doing something bad if you're eating some kind of food. 
whether it's sugar or carbs, whether it's pasta, pizza, burgers, fries, chocolate, cake, whatever the food is that we often consider bad, these are the food rules that we often cling to. They make us feel safe. They make us feel like I know what to do. It's this formula. Eat this many carbs or fewer and you'll lose weight. Eat this much fat or less and you'll lose weight. Stay under this many calories and you'll lose weight. And too often we are all in or then all out. So when you eat the foods that you love, you have to remind yourself, hey, I don't have to binge on this because I get it tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and the day after that. So what we have found through research is that binging decreases when given access to the quote forbidden foods. We don't have to binge when we know it's there all the time. You can have this food anytime you like. So now we can create a healthier relationship with it. We can stop going to war with food. It's not bad. It's not evil. It's not the devil. It's not your kryptonite. But you really have to start to understand and pinpoint those food rules and all the thoughts about what you can and can't eat in order to lose weight. So often, it's things like bread. I can't eat bread and lose weight. That's crazy. Pasta. I can't eat pasta and lose weight. Maybe it's chocolate. I can't eat chocolate. I can't eat sweets and lose weight. Yes, you can. The problem is you have never learned how to demoralize or unmoralize. I don't even know what the right word here is. You've never learned how to stop moralizing food so that you could stop moralizing yourself. Because often what happens is we go into the screw it mentality. Screw it. I already blew my diet today. I'm just going to start over tomorrow. Screw it. I already ate that candy. Might as well keep going. I'll try again tomorrow. Well, screw it. I already ate the pizza. Screw it. I already went over my calorie limit. Might as well just go big. We've got to be mindful of what we are telling ourselves that keeps us eating when we are not truly hungry or that keeps us eating when we know that there are better choices to be made. We've got to learn how do we say no from a place of self-love? How do we say no and not feel restricted or deprived? Ending the war with food means that we stop moralizing food. We stop moralizing ourselves. We stop thinking that we have to be perfect or we need this perfect system, this perfect formula, and only then can we lose weight. And we have to start to realize that our body is like a thermostat. It's a highly tuned thermostat. It does not like a lot of change. Any big extreme motion, especially down, your brain and your body literally are thinking, oh, shit, there's a famine. There's a famine. She's not eating. We're not getting in enough food. Something has gone terribly wrong when you are purposefully trying to not eat enough carbs, enough fat, enough protein, when you are not fueling your body properly for the exercise that you're doing. Your brain is literally trying to keep you alive. And weight loss is also like a very modern challenge problem. It's a modern thing that we do these days. Weight loss was not as big of an issue 100 years ago. 500 years ago, weight loss was not this big thing. And our brains have not adapted. Our bodies have not adapted. The biology is still there to where like, we have never had this much easy access to food, which means that our bodies are, are afraid that if we start to cut back, and especially if we're cutting back in extreme ways, it's thinking, oh no, winter is coming. Our bodies are designed to store fat and hold on to it so that it can prepare for times when there's no blueberries left to eat, when there's no animals to go hunt down. It's not like our bodies have really adapted to where we are in this food culture these days. So every 10, 15 pounds, our bodies might go through some plateaus, some points where 
you may need to change up what you're doing, but your body is also just adjusting and trying to make sure that you're not dying, that you're not starving, that there's no threat to it. So we really want to get clear on enjoying the foods that we love, not making any food off limits, taking those restrictions down so that we can enjoy a little bit every single day. And again, the point here isn't that we never emotionally eat or we never overeat or we never binge. It means that we get right back on track with what's realistic and what's doable. We look at what is enjoyable for me right here, right now. No restricting. We learn how to eat the foods that we enjoy with confidence from a place of being calm and certain we, are, we can control ourselves, where we feel in control, we practice that. We allow that and we teach our brain something new. We have to really get clear on what can we do for the rest of our lives without hating our lives? How do I lose my weight the way that I'm going to live it? That way, I'm not shocking my body once I've lost the weight trying to figure out how do I maintain this? This is always the number one problem with my clients is that they don't know how to maintain the weight loss after they've lost it. The weight always comes back. And it's often because how they lost it was not realistic. It did not work for their lifestyle. They were restricting too much. And they did not look at their emotional eating. So that was the second piece. When we are emotionally eating, we are reaching for those foods that we love, for comfort, for peace, to distract ourselves because we're bored, we're lonely, we're anxious, we're afraid, we're worn out, we're wanting to relax. When we are reaching for these foods for emotional needs, we're not going to lose weight. Food solves hunger. It does not solve our emotions. It does not change the way we think about ourselves. It might silence the negativity for a little bit, but those thoughts are still there. Those thoughts still need to be dealt with. And no other diet is going to teach you how to do that. They'll teach you what to cut out. They'll say, eat this, not that. They'll teach you what to restrict. They'll teach you what to do in the gym. But it doesn't mean that it's even going to work for your body. You have got to figure out, number one, what foods do you have been eating? How do you like to move your body? How do we make this fun and enjoyable? That's the biggest problem here is that our weight loss process is never fun and enjoyable. And so we are always in such a, a rush to hurry up and get there because it's miserable how we're trying to lose weight. And it's not realistic. So the thought of having to deprive and restrict and be miserable and punish yourself in the gym and in the kitchen and with what you can and can't eat, of course, nobody wants to do that during the holidays. No, we want to have fun. We want to relax. We want to enjoy friends and parties and family and events. I want to teach you how you do that and still lose your weight without being obsessed or thinking about food all the time. We don't have to. We can have a peace and calm and certainty around food. It does not have to be on our brains all day, every day. What we can and can't eat. When is our next meal? How many carbs are in this? I wonder if I can have that. Oh, screw it. I already went over my limit today. Might as well just keep going. Doesn't matter now. I'll try harder next week. This is the struggle. This is the challenge. And this is exactly why I'm hosting these workshops every single month. Because I want to help you work through the fears around food, all of those food rules to really get clear on what is stopping you from eating the foods that you actually genuinely enjoy, from learning how do we tune into our bodies and listen for true hunger, to listen to when we are are satisfied, to keep going even when the scale doesn't move the way we think it should, to keep going when the scale goes up, 
to keep going and looking at that as data and what can I learn from this and what can I try differently? Instead of saying there must be some other formula or missing piece because look, I don't want to live in a world without pasta or pizza or burgers and fries. That does not sound like fun. I think we can enjoy our food. I think it's an important thing that we still enjoy the food that we like. I've said many times, food for me is an eight out of 10 or better, or I'm not eating it. I'm not drinking it. And I, I still wrestle with those thoughts of, I don't want to waste it. I don't want to throw it out. That still comes up, especially when it's like a six or a seven. It's not good or great. It's also not terrible, right? Like it's easy for me to dump out the terrible stuff. It's a lot harder when it's just kind of just not that good. That's what we get to work on. We got to manage our thoughts and we want to start to look at our emotional eating. And this is the best time to do it. When you start now and create a simple, easy, realistic, fun plan for losing weight through the holidays, that just sets you up for an incredible year because you've handled one of the most challenging times of the year straight up. You're figuring it out. And it's not that we're perfect. It's that we get right back on track. We assess. We figure out what went wrong. We figure out, oh, what was my brain telling me? We figure out, oh, what was I feeling in this moment? We figure out how do we help ourselves slow down and create a pause. We figure out what works for us and what doesn't. This is so, so important that we look at. And it's something that we just are not trained to do. It's just not part of the weight loss kind of diet culture. I've got a framework that works, a methodology that works. We focus on five basics and we can forget about everything else. And then through coaching, I help you manage your mind. I help you understand your thoughts and your feelings. We take this methodology and then we look at how does this fit into your life? How do you implement this and get the best results possible? It's your body. It's your taste buds. It's you who has to live like this. I never want to tell somebody to eat these foods because I lost weight eating these foods. That's not what it's about. Anybody else's formula is not going to work for you. We might think it will. We might want it to, but it's not going to work. I've lost weight eating protein bars and popcorn and drinking my mochas, lost weight eating pizza and burgers. I love sweet potato fries. There's these loaded brisket fries that we get from a restaurant. Love that. Brussels sprouts, broccoli. I make my own veggie tots. I have a variety of foods that I love and I just genuinely enjoy eating. This is what this is all about is how do we do this in a way that feels fun, that feels sustainable, where we can relax around food, where we actually get to eat the food that we enjoy. And if you're feeling stuck or stressed or unsure about, well, I don't know that I can lose weight eating the bread or I don't know that I can lose weight eating the pasta, then let me help you. Caleb's like banging his feet. He woke up from his nap (laughs) and he's banging his feet and the dogs are barking at him. Oh, I need to go get that little guy. So here's the deal. Number one, I want you to sign up for this workshop. October 20th, 2 p.m. Eastern, We are going to dive into how to lose weight eating the food you love, even during the holidays. Okay, so make sure you join me for that. If you feel like, you know what, I really want to do this. I'm ready to dive in and figure this out. I want to handle the holidays like a boss. I want to spend the next three months in the process of losing 10 or 15 pounds instead of gaining 10 or 15 pounds. Then come talk to me. Let's chat. You can schedule a time on my calendar at bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. Find a date and a time that works for you and let's talk through this and I will show you how simple and easy and fun and effortless it can be. This can work for you. I will show you how. I'm not an anomaly. My clients are not an anomaly. 
it works. We just have to start practicing and doing the things that we say we're going to do. And that's where I come in is to help you see your brain, to see your excuses, to see those justifications. I help you figure out why it is that you don't want to make the plan, why it is that you kept on eating even though you were satisfied. I help you figure out why you should go to bed by 10 p.m. and yet you don't turn off the lights until midnight. I help you figure these things out because so often we just can't see the forest through the trees. We can't see things when they're going on in our own lives. And quite frankly, we're not asking the right questions and we're certainly not doing it from a place that's useful or helpful. So I can't wait to talk to you more then. I'm so excited that the holidays are coming and have no fear. I know this can be a stressful time for people and this is really where this work comes into play is How do we go through these stressful situations and and times where we're feeling lost or grief or sadness, times where maybe we're celebrating and we're having fun and it's been a great year, times when things are, are not going your way. We want to learn how do we stop eating our way through life, thinking that food is going to fix your emotions because it's a temporary fix. It is a false lift. All right, here's to creating the life and body you crave. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.